Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to the analysts inside cricket. I've noticed the S. You've promoted me, have you? I've promoted you. Why not? (laughs) You, You say more interesting things than me, I think, most of the time. Uh, so, yes, definitely. And, uh, well, how do you see it then? 69-run lead for England, first innings. Slightly unexpected, I suppose. Geoffrey yeah, Boycott was, was speaking on, actually, on the Channel 5 highlights before play resumed today, and he said if England gets Steve Smith out cheaply, then they'll be in the game. They didn't get Steve Smith out cheaply, in Yes, fact. they did, they did. They well, got him out for 80, well, which is his lowest score of the series. That's above his test average. I know, I'm being facetious. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you know, so they didn't get him out cheaply in terms of his actual career. And, and yet England are in charge, but in charge enough. Someone's got to make a, a decent score. Yeah. We have had one match in this series already where a team has successfully chased down about 360 so you could, there are no guarantees but I mean in, in normal test cricket if England get a lead of 350 which means they need to score back 280 in their second innings then that that should be enough it might might be enough if they get fewer than that but they have the opportunity I think what what's key is they have the opportunity to take control of this match now are they good enough to take control of it are Australia's bowlers fresh enough are they willing enough uh, to go again and, and roll England out, knock them over and try and restrict England's lead for them to chase down the second innings. It, it feels as if England have got the, the, the force with them. It feels mm. that they've got the momentum now. It feels they've got a great chance to make it 2-2. Yeah. But listen, there are no guarantees in this series. We've had some unexpected things happen already. I think we're seeing the, the odd sight, which is the sight of mentally exhausted batsmen yeah. against sort of bowlers who are physically tired but are fighting against it and it's probably easier to fight against physical fatigue because you can sort of put it out of your mind than actually than, than fighting against mental fatigue and there was just a very lot, a lot of very tired shots they've been played yeah. in the last couple of days I, I think mentally exhausted batsmen but also not very good batsmen as well I think I just looked down this Australian order okay Warner's totally out of form mm. 
Smith, fantastic, you know, just magnificent. One of the, you know, one of the great players. But this is one of the worst Australian batting lineups mm. I think I've ever seen mm. in, in Test cricket. Yeah. We were actually talking about this earlier, whether you know, compare it to the uh, 78-79 season when England went over there and they didn't have their packer players and England rolled them over 5-1. It was actually there was some quite competitive Test cricket play because Rodney Holt took stacks of wickets. But you know, we thought about that. You know, was it even a stronger batting lineup than this? I mean, of course, you could say, well, they've got Warner and they've got Smith. But it's a pretty, this is a pretty thin mm. Australian batting lineup, I think, for certainly for English conditions. It might work yeah, well even, in, in Australia. Even the sort of likes of Bruce Laird and Graham Yallop were slightly better than, than Marcus Harris and Matthew Wade at number five. I agree. I, mean, I, agree. You know, I agree. All right, he's a good shield player. Yeah. And he might, and I know he's made 100 in this series, but you sort of don't, it, it doesn't rank with the Steve Wars and the Mark Wars yeah. and the Ricky Pontings and Haydens and Langers and all those people who've played for Australia exactly. in the last 20 years. So the point being that, you know, a lot of people criticise England's batting and it's not, it's not a very good batting lineup either. You know, there, there are all sorts of problems with it, structural problems. But this Australian batting lineup is not is not particularly flash either. It really isn't, and I think England were able to exploit that today. And that's the point. I think if they can limit Steve Smith and limiting him means getting him out for eighty, I'm afraid <laughs> if they can limit Steve Smith, then they they have got an opportunity. And actually, I I'm seeing a lot of fatigue in Steve Smith's batting now, and I mean you know mental fatigue as well in his case because I think that that blow to the head in. Uh, laws in the second test obviously uh, caused him to miss the third test and there was a lot of sort of concern about his physical well-being initially but I think it's messed him around technically and mentally as well because today was a almost a, a follow-on to his rather strange innings in the second and innings at Old Trafford where he moved all over the crease almost using the fact that they were after quick runs as an excuse to be a kind of moving target, going miles outside leg, going miles across to offside. But doing it again a bit today, moving a lot, flinching and flicking at the short ball without really being sure where it was. And actually, in fact, the second ball he faced from Archer today, after the bounce of first ball, was this enormous drive, stuck on the back foot, big swish outside off stump, missed the ball by a good distance. But I thought that said to me that this guy is apprehensive against quick, fast, quick, accurate, aggressive, fast bowling, which obviously Archer has been producing. And there's just a, some fallibility there. Even though he did get 80, it wasn't a very good 80. Yeah. Well, when he knocks off 200 in the second innings well, and Australia chased down a world record 420 to win, we, we, we can eat our words. By the way, he's scored more boundaries in this series than Warner's scored runs. 84 boundaries... No, sorry, I think it's 88 boundaries, actually, now, Smith's got. And Warner's got 84 runs. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? I, I mean, it, it does ludicrous to think of, you know, a Steve Smith relative failure today, mm. and, he, and he scored yeah. 80. It's a result, Yeah, it, it, it is. Well, it is a result for England. And, you know, they, they sent <laughs> it. When, they, when Wokes got him out LBW, they really sent... This is a, this is a massive bonus And I, I, love, I love Smith's reaction. It's like... This can't, can't possibly have happened, but in the end, he sort of had to accept it. And, and they got him out, actually, in a way that... When you, when you look at Smith bat, you think, well, that's... Oh, yeah, of course you're going to get him out of LBW, because he moves across, and he's going eventually he's going to miss one. Of course, he hasn't missed one, or, or he very rarely misses one. Um, and, but today he did. He did miss one uh, against Wokes at Lords after he came back after, after his concussion. That's right, and he gave himself out that yeah, day, yeah. and he walked, and then reviewed yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that was, yeah. and today... 
well, he, he was pinned today and, and, mm. and Wokes got him out and, and yeah. there was a bit of resistance from Australia, from uh, Siddle and, and Lyon, a bit of thrashing around, which you just thought for a moment, oh, they're going to you know, get quite close to England and really put the pressure on. But England just about nipped that in the bud in time. And Archer, mm. we haven't mentioned him yet very much. Another, another six wickets. I mean, great effort. I mean, great effort. He kept, he kept going. He bowled at the start much better than Stuart Broad, who just looked absolutely beyond exhausted and you know bowled a few balls that Warner could barely reach in fact in the end he did manage to just get the toe end on one and that's what caused his downfall but Broad generally was, was radar was a bit bit off today but Archer was just right on it from the first couple of balls this is what England wanted from him at Old Trafford yeah. and for some reason well partly cold partly wind partly he misread the situation they didn't get it in that first innings at Old Trafford here uh, you could he, he was faultless he was fast he was aggressive he was accurate he understood the, the situation the batsmen what they needed he was unlucky not to get well, I mean, he got six wickets. He could have got seven or eight. Yeah, and the other thing as well is he kept on going as well, he didn't did. he? I mean, he, he, yeah. he bowled a, a lot of overs today relative How many to, was it, to the amount of time that England were out there. He bowled uh, 24, 24 overs, yeah. which is a, a lot of overs yeah. in, a, in a modern it is. test match. And, and you, when you consider that it wasn't a full day as well because they bowled them out before the close and they still had some batting to do this morning. So Root kept going to the, to the archer well. And today it worked for him. Whether he's going to be tired for the second innings mm. r- remains to be seen. But he's up to 22 wickets in the series now, and he's the second leading wicket taker behind remarkable. Pat Cummings. Remarkable performance, really. Uh, and actually, didn't play in the first li- test little, either. No, uh, exactly. A li- little bit of credit for, for Sam Curran as well, who's, who's got yeah. that Midas touch with the ball, mm. took three for 46, and could have had Smith a couple of times, p- past his edge, and a few kind of lucky sort of streaky shots, a couple of near LBWs where he just got the bat down in time. Impressive. Yeah. It, it, not that much in the pitch for him, but he made something happen. Well, he, he swung the ball a bit. I think that's the best he's bowled for England. Last summer against uh, India he was man of the series but I think that was all he did take wickets but that was largely for his batting he turned a few games with the bat and he chipped in with the you know the, the odd crucial wicket and he did take four in an innings in at Edgbaston in the, in the first test but I, I thought this was that was the the first time I've seen him bowl today I thought yeah this this guy could well be a test match bowler we've talked about this quite a lot on this podcast about what sort of cricketer he is whether eventually he's going to be a batsman who who bowls you know batting all round but I just thought today there was there were signs that you know he's only 21 signs today that you know, perhaps he might be a you know a genuine all rounder. He might give you something, yeah. give, give you something with the ball, give father, you something with the bat. His father was that, you know, because mm. his father some days was an absolutely belligerent batsman, yeah. Kevin Curran, who who you know played authentic innings mm. and was really quite aggressive, but but playing not in a sloggy sort of way. He played proper innings, and some days he was a really effective bowler yeah. who, who hit the bat hard and stared you in the eye and said, you, you know, do you really want to be out here? I, I, I've got sad memories of him actually because believe it or not. I only got one pair. In I, my don't, first I don't class believe it. Career, I don't believe it. I'll have to check it. One of the wickets was. Well, you can check it if you want. Get Andrew to check it tomorrow. Yeah. The one pair was was partly courtesy of Kevin Curran. Yeah. Second innings, yeah. Curly Ambrose. Well, it's not a bad pair, that is it. Kevin Curran first innings, Curly Ambrose no. second. I'll, I'll give you that, yours. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Is Warner got the worst five-test record yeah. of any test player that's an authentic batsman? I mean, yeah. in a way, it's his record previously 
that's allowed him to play the five tests. Yeah. If he wasn't that good a player, he would have been dropped after three. Yeah, like Cameron Bancroft, for example. Yes. He, he was been dispatched. Absolutely. I mean, he, he just cannot get a run. He, <clears throat> today... Uh, he, he chased a, well, he chased several wide ones actually. Eventually, he hit one, and there was it, it was a stra- it was a really strange dismissal. But he has subsequently admitted to Ricky Ponting that he did get a, a toe ender on it. And I actually watched him quite closely when the you know when the technology was well you know when the technology was going through and then the decision was being made it was over- overturned. I just watched him just to see what his body language was like because I thought you know if if he hadn't hit it because it was it was sort of odd you know did, did he hit it did he not it was because only half an appeal. Uh, he he sort of knew and he you know there was a bit of disappointment but it wasn't like oh I didn't hit that you know there wasn't that sort of reaction yeah. how on earth is the te- you know I've been the no, technology it, is wrong it was he walked off as if he, he knew he'd hit it and he, and he was hoping not to be found out and he was uh, he, he looked as if he had a bit of a resigned air as well sort of as if to say this is all going horribly wrong. Yeah. I just got to almost sort of park it and forget about yeah. it and move on. You know, I, there's no point in complaining about it. Uh, everything's against me at the moment. Mm. I've just got to smile and uh, ruefully and uh, kind of carry on and, and hope for things to turn around when I get home. They must be desperate to get home. These guys. Yeah. I mean, someone like Warner. He's been on the road. He he went to the IPL uh, in what uh, late March, early April. Mm. He's been aware ever since yeah. IPL straight to the World Cup and then into the Ashes. Yeah. And actually, it's easy to forget what it must be like to go through a series barely scoring a run. I mean, especially especially if you are a top player like like he has been, it must be it must be excruciating. You know, those that run of noughts. Every score has been a single figure score apart from the one. Half century made at Headingley, and in that innings, I mean, it was, it was the streakiest half century I've ever seen. I mean, he could have been dismissed a dozen times. So it's easy to, you know, we're just watching on, and perhaps he's not the world's most popular player, and you know that feeling. I perhaps some cricket supporters have, you know, what goes around comes around, and you know he's been bitten by mother cricket in this series. But even so, all, with all that. You just got to think about what it must be like to go through that. You know, going back to your hotel room night after night and just not contributing at all. Your team have retained the ashes, but you have barely done anything. In fact, the one innings you played, no, sixty-one, you, you lost the Test match. So you know, in this, and that's and you didn't, you didn't really contributed at all. It must be really hard for a top player I, to I, go through that. I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> do, do 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 I look sorry? Well. No, I haven't got any sympathy with him at all for mm. what he did. I'm sorry. I, so I hope his poor run continues for at least, well, one more innings anyway. And, and, and his second innings could well be his last ever test innings in England. He's 32 years of age. What, is, what are the chances of him playing in, in four years' time? It's possible if he has a you know, golden run towards the end of his career. But, you know, 36... Is he going to come back as a you know an opener here in mm. in four years' time? You, you you think odds against, but of course it's not been a totally unsuccessful summer for him because he was you know, he was second leading run scorer in the World Cup and he played magnificently. Um, but it's, it's certainly not worked for him in this Ashes series and it's it's contributed to Australia's batting fallibility. It's been a, it's been a strange old series. I, I I just wonder whether there's something left in it. You know, some sort of like bizarre twist, twist is. even to come now. You know, like for example a world record run chase. Because <laughs> it's possible, isn't it? England could set Australia over 418, wherever it is. To Who's going to get all those for England? Well, they, they only got to score about 330. But you know, you know what? It's, but once you get ahead, you know what it's like. Once you get ahead in your third innings, once it gets you, a bit easier. It gets a bit easier, and the run, you know, the runs can yeah. flow. Then pitch is fine. Yeah, isn't it? there's not much pressure. So it's not 
it's not impossible mm. that England could get over, you know, over 400. I'm not saying they will, but it's not impossible because exactly the ha- same thing happened last year here against India. They set them over 400. And we had and then, Cook. Yeah, that's right. And Rahul and Pant then made hundreds on the last day. Okay, England won the Test match by 100 runs, but you know there were a lot of runs scored in the in the latter part of the game. The feeling, I mean, it's only, we only had two days, and everyone keeps saying this is a good pitch. This is a good pitch, and yet no one scored any runs yet. So you know, it's it's been a strange old summer and uh, it's, it's been a curious test match I mean you'd think that the sort of normal passage for this game now is England build up a decent lead and Australia not good enough to chase in, in the fourth innings but but who knows in this, uh, this weird wild summer unpredictable now, summer now I was sitting up at the top uh, of the oval new stand tonight uh, in amongst the, the people who pay about 150 quid for a ticket to the game and obviously comes with complimenting champagne and lobster not that I got any champagne or lobster but it's interesting just sitting up there because the last four overs England came out to face Mm. they were facing Cummings and Hazelwood and it's funny because you sit up in this eerie at the top of the news stand at the Oval amongst the the oi polloi, drinking their gin and tonics and pims and stuff, and they're all having a lovely time and chatting away. It's a very convivial sort of atmosphere. Meanwhile, a hundred yards away, down in the middle there, there are two batsmen fighting for their lives, fending off 87-mile-an-hour bouncers with a brand-new ball, ducking and weaving and punching one, and Rory Burns got a crack on the head with a ball, a horrible bouncer from Cummins. And it's funny how... You know, it's a total separation mm. of, of atmosphere. Up in the stand, it's all jolly and party spirit. And, oh, look, look at that ball and stuff. Down in the middle, yeah. oh, I mean... It's I, like the Coliseum it, again. Oh, I mean, it was Gladiatorial. serious yeah. business of, of, you know, seeing off these really aggressive fast bowlers, bowling horrible deliveries, which are aimed at sort of shoulder height, neck height, threatening life and limb. One of cricket's challenges is to get that drama over to the audience mm. better. Because we know, having you know played a little bit of cricket and obviously watched a lot of cricket, that that is a serious business, facing those fast bowlers. But up in the stand there, where you haven't ever played any cricket and you're slightly detached and the sound of that drama is not really relayed, even to the same extent mm. as it is to the TV viewer or even the radio viewer, uh, radio listener... listener. Yeah, not too many radio viewers around. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't. We don't do that very well, I don't think, yeah. in stadia to really bring that drama home. Yeah, well, I think sometimes we it's easy to forget what it is what we're watching out there. I was saying that's the point I was making about Warner a little bit. You know, what you go through as a human being, the human emotion of being out there, uh, and you know, someone like Joe Denley uh, tonight as well. That I mean, that could have been could have been his last Test innings on on the on the sort of day. His daughter was born as well. That would have been perverse, wouldn't it? Uh, his daughter born overnight, a second child, and then go out there and, and be dismissed early on, and that and that that would be it. You know, it could, well, could be it. I'm not saying it will, but it could be. But he was dropped by Harris. You forget those sort of, those human dramas. People, you know, fighting for everything out there, both both sides. Um, Burns, as you say, got one in in the helmet, and, and also. 
And it was funny. About it. In, 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 the, in the light as well, that's a really weird light yes, yeah. where there was some sunshine around. Cummins long, is running long, in, in the yeah, sound. And, long and then shadows. he goes into the shadows. Yeah, yeah. Really, really hard. And there was one earlier where Root did, hit Hazelwood on the grill and went through to Root, just hit him on the arm. He did, didn't see it. So there's that aspect to it as well. Yeah. It's not just the, the gladiatorial action game. They haven't just sort of. They're having to fight the elements above as well as the, the bowler running in. It's it's a it's a great leveller, isn't it? The game because Rory Burns finished the Australian innings off with a brilliant yeah. one-handed catch, and everyone cheered, roared, oh, you know. But then he would have suddenly thought, having hurled the ball sky high in celebration, he'd have suddenly thought, yeah. Christ, I've got to go and bat for fifteen <laughs> exactly. minutes now. If only, if only I dropped it, <laughs> I would have had to bat tonight. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's the nature of it. Well, it's it's, it's fascinatingly. Set up, uh, I think it'll mean a lot to England if they can make it 2 2 and, and square the series. Uh, a lot, make, mean a lot to you and me because we both predicted it. We did, we did. Yeah, at the start of the series, I went for 2 2, and, and so did you as well. I have to say, there were times when I've doubted that it would happen. I thought Australia, you know, felt they felt like the better side during the series, and England had always been chasing them. But as we stand, two days into the final test match, you think that you know, the, the favourite is now 2 2. but as we said, plenty can change. And, uh, well, well, we'll watch tomorrow with interest and we'll report back. And we will. Don't forget, by the way, can you please review this podcast if you get a minute? Because it's really nice. We've had some great reviews recently, but it's always really nice to get them and hear exactly what you think and how we can improve. So review this podcast on iTunes if you get a minute. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Look forward to it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.